0: New Zealand Bridge. Sponsoring bridge from beginner to international, nationwide.
1: Welcome to The Bridge Zone. You're at the table with Barry and Mariana. On today's show, we have a word of the day. And the word is salacious. Judge Julie visits us, and I had a question for her because I'm over it. Barry thinks I'm grumpy today. Our leader, Chairman Alan Morris, joins us today on show 103. That's the boss. Yeah. Barry's got a couple of things that he'd like to cover off, and Alan talks with us just with a quick update on Congress as well.
2: I was reading on the British People website, and they were talking about players getting to Grandmaster and winning titles at younger and younger ages. This was all about, I think, some eight year old got to Life Master or something in the States. An
1: eight year old. An
2: eight year old. He got there. Really? And so that. Just talking about how that's happening more and more, and it does happen a little bit here. We've had some pretty young grandmasters in New Zealand in recent years. Yeah. And so this guy, he reasoned that that means that the younger generation is getting smarter and smarter. Not only that, but he reckons the gap between intelligence of the generations has widened. That is, the difference in intelligence between you and your grandson or granddaughter is bigger than the gap between you and your, your grandparents you reckon that's true enough, Mariana? How clever is your grandma?
1: Probably, yeah. I'd probably agree with that if I reflect hard enough.
2: (laughs) Oh, God, don't reflect too much. You'll wear something out. (laughs)
1: Well, I'm still stuck on, okay. Have you got a name of a young grandmaster?
2: Matt Brown made it there pretty young. Wow. He was (laughs) an (laughs) eight.
1: Eight, you said, was a life master, huh?
2: We're talking about people even getting to gold grandmaster at at quite a young age. Yeah. No, no, we haven't got any eight-year-olds yet. But maybe yeah. they're coming up. Has anybody got a young, up and coming player that's going to make, you know, life master before they get to yeah. teenage years? Don't well, forget to email it in if you have. BridgeZoneshow at gmail.com.
1: Hey, you know, last week when we talked about mentors. Yep. Yeah. Well, I had a surprise mentor on Sunday night. A surprise mentor? Yep. Yep, somebody was committing us online when I was playing with Anthony Wilson and ah. gave us some really positive feedback. The so.
2: price of fame, Mariana.
1: But it was a nice surprise to get some comments. So thank you very much, Anisha.
2: That was good. I mean, if somebody can has got the time and they know enough that they can look and see what you're doing, Sometimes it's a lot easier to look on and make comments than it is when you're actually at the table and you've you've got a bit of a vested interest in things. Yeah.
1: Moving on, what have you got over there?
2: Well, I was actually reading a little bit about mentors mm. and there was a thread on Bridge Winners, I think it was, where people were talking about having bridge mentors That's and right. that a lot of players don't really want a bridge mentor. They just want to get a better partner. So so that's not been that successful from what I could gather. And the suggestion was that a mentor should actually mentor a partnership rather than just an individual player. Yes. And that's what happened to you. And I think it's probably a much better idea to have a mentor trying to help a partnership to develop and go onwards rather than it is just to mentor one individual player at a time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. That's just like if you're going to improve the lessons or something like that, the partnership should go, not just the one person. I'm I'm sure that's
2: better, Yeah. yeah, because some of the things that you're talking about or some of the things that you learn and the skills that you pick up, you really both need to be on the same wavelength.
1: And thinking... Along the thoughts of improver lessons. There are some improver lessons being um, held at the Rest Haven Rest Home by the Cambridge Club, and they've invited people to go along at sort of intermediate type level.
2: Rest Haven, which is yeah. a, that's a retirement home,
1: isn't it? Yes, in oh, the okay. library. Unicecles, uh, that she is holding, so she's our regional bridge mate. Pretty cool.
2: Okay, that's a good idea. So I'm sure they'll get plenty of interest at the Cambridge Club. Yeah.
1: And what about 2021? You and I were talking about improver the lessons for competitive players. You are going to look at doing that sometime next well, year? Well,
2: it all sort of got a bit sidetracked, COVID didn't it, locked. over COVID-19? <laughs> Maybe so, it is something we need to look at in Hamilton.
1: So I asked Barry if he would consider something like that for people that wanting to sort of do leaps and bounds. I know Gao does something like that up in Auckland, so we're thinking about it.
2: But they all got locked up
1: <laughs> for the right reasons
2: <laughs> did you see any results from the weekend mariana no i'm gonna have a grumble why well you've had your grumpy face on it's my I turn i was trying to look up these results they were it was hopeless trying to find some of them online
1: why do you reckon that is well,
2: i think that i was i don't know i don't know what the reason for it is but the results weren't easily available even though i sort of looked and googled and Stuffed around. I found like one session, I couldn't find the other and I couldn't find the final. Only thing I figured out is that and I got a text from somebody to tell me that Jan White and Ken Bateman scored something like 73% in the second round of the Hokkafitu 3A and they won that. So well done wow. to Jan White and Ken Bateman.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be the first time they've won that either. <laughs> no, it wouldn't,
2: but there you go. So the Hoka 3A is always quite a popular one. The Daffodil Day the tournament, Daffodil they call Day. it. Yep. Yeah. So, so obviously the Funds go to charity, to the yep. Cancer Foundation,
1: is it? They've been doing that for quite a long time. So the Hoka Fidu Club is held down at the Hoka Fidu Bowling Club. And in fact, I remember when I played in it one year when I was still living down in Palmy, that Jenna Gibbons was down there. And I'm, I believe her and Julian played in that, and they took it out. Well, there you go. So yeah, They snuck popular. down
2: there for some, some of those Central District A points.
1: <laughs> That's right. But, hey, if you get stuck, why don't you just contact Super Spreadsheet Man? <laughs> did you see the little icon that you, I managed to find? You
2: did very that well. I, I haven't heard from Bradley, but I'm sure he was impressed if he's heard it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. Director, please. How can I help?
2: Judge Julie presiding question one you should see over the other side of the desk here boy as she got her grumpy face on (laughs) she's been playing online she's been playing with people and this full disclosure thing no secrets at the bridge table well it hasn't been happening to mariana
1: It's been doing my head in to be fair
2: (laughs) so the question (laughs) is it was a little bit on last week's subject really is that if people tell you what's in the system is that the end of their obligations from what you said last week that isn't always so
3: let We have experience of what our partner's idiosyncrasies are and various other bits. When partner does something frequently or is a bit wayward, what they may or may not have, we have partnership experience and our opponents are entitled to have some of that as well as what the explicit explanations are. So we have some implicit stuff. About what is happening and what has happened in the past and what may or may not happen in the future. So the most common one is actually a one no Trump bid. Their partner's open, someone's overcourt and partner's bid one no Trump and it's not alerted and they don't have a hold. That requires an alert is the first thing. But the second thing is some of the time their partner just bids and forgets or uh, that sort of thing so they may not have what we always expect and we might have an agreement with them that they absolutely must have this hold but they may decide every now and then that they don't want to have it and they're going to put one no Trump anyway it's an experience that their partner has and at some point it may affect their partners and we are entitled to know that our partner can be a bit loose with the meaning of a hole for example. Sometimes it's going to be close and sometimes it might not be as close as what our opponents might like. We also have it in other situations perhaps where we've got a week two and a two-no Trump response which is alerted and is a game try but our partner often doesn't quite have the hand that our opponents might expect as a game try. Well, that's a he tricky one because
2: it'll already be alerted.
3: Yeah, mm. but, but the values, we, we expect certain values yes. out of things. Yeah. And if they're missing and that person frequently is missing them, their partner has an obligation to say that this is what it is. Patrick and I have an explicit agreement that we play intermediate jump over calls. If our partner is a past hand, our jump over call is defined as being in the 11 to 15 point range in our system, and it nearly always is. But every now and then it goes out either side because we know partner is a past hand and their hand is limited. It doesn't go out to being weak, alright, it it goes out to being less than expected to even slightly more than expected, and so our agreement is that our partnership explanation in the situation is that it's constructive an opening hand, 11 to 15 but it can be fudged right, because we sometimes go outside those parameters and we both know that we both do, and our opponents are fully entitled to know that that is what we do, because our partner knows, and if our partner knows, yep. our opponents are allowed to know. Yeah. I
2: just knew when she was talking about idiot-syncrasy she was talking about, Patrick.
3: <laughs> and the fudger.
1: <laughs> Who fudges the most? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan, just you... want to get me into trouble all of the time.
2: We've <laughs> got 12,000 listeners, but he's probably not one. You'll be safe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hey Julie, you were saying back at the beginning that the one no Trump should be alerted. So are you saying that partner opens and then the opposition's over call and then partner bids one no Trump? Should you alert that to say six to nine with a hold or six to nine without a hold? What are Not
3: alertable if it has a hold. Not is illegal. alertable without a hole.
1: Ah, I see. Thank you.
3: OK, we have a whole raft of stuff around alerts and people get very lax and I know from personal experience that my partner opens one of a suit and the opponent's over call and I bid one no trump that a lot of people just play that as what it is. Six to nine, nothing to do with a hold. By the regulations that it must have a hold otherwise it is alertable. You cannot is one no Trump and it not be alerted if you know your partner doesn't have a hold.
2: Well that seems straightforward but if if they say their agreement is that it shows a hold but occasionally he does it without I guess they're going to have to alert. They're going to they have are. to start alerting it's, aren't they?
3: You know yeah. our agreement is a hold but my partner keeps forgetting. I've used this before I had a thing with Bergen where somebody made a couple of mistakes in the same event and, and forgot alright mm. and that's fine we do that but her partner After this has happened twice, the next time is seriously knows that their partner forgets they're playing Bergen. So the explanation now is we've agreed it's Bergen, but my partner's already managed not to remember twice today. So, you know, it could be these things. Surely they
2: couldn't do it three times, they'd probably say. (laughs)
1: Uh.
3: Well, you hope, know, right? <laughs> Ouch, what's that thing in my back? Oh, that's another knife. <laughs> I actually think there were, there were some slight variations on everything that went wrong, yep. but basically Burgum just wasn't the system for the day. <laughs> that's about all I can say about that. We do these things where we have an agreement, and then we decide, well, this hand's close enough, I think I'll bid it, and that's fine. Partner doesn't expect it. It's not our agreement. That is fine. We're allowed to deviate from agreements if our partner doesn't know. But if we keep deviating and our partner does know, this is now implicit. Partner knows we've got these idiosyncrasies. Thank you, Barry, for that. And we...
2: <laughs> oh, it's idio. I thought it was idiot.
3: Yeah, no, I got that. We
2: and were talking so... about Patrick and I got confused.
3: <laughs> oh, leave bailiff alone, you two. Goodness me. And and we're all allowed to know that this person does this. We have people that make bids that are often not quite on the mark. Uh, We know several people in our clubs that perhaps are a bit loose with the way that they bid, and we know that. When we play them, we expect that their range for their bid is not exactly what is being told to us. It is something outside of that. And we know that when we pay them. And when we ask for an explanation, we absolutely should get that explanation. This is what we've got agreed. But my partner frequently or occasionally turns up with this other sort of hand. So I know this happens. My opponents are entitled to know.
2: So that old comment, it's on the system card. Here it is. It doesn't actually cover everything.
3: We've got to be fair because sometimes people are playing in new partnerships or something, or maybe last night they had a really big conversation about that, and they've got this clad-iron promise from their partner. I'll never
2: do that again, partner. Yeah, right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. okay <It's> like <laughs> it got the again. angel on one shoulder And the devil on the other one And
3: like, go on, go on, do it No, 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 no <laughs> the, the absolute best example is transfers Partner opens one, no Trump I bid two diamonds It's alerted, they ask, transfer to hearts Partner bids two hearts, I bid three diamonds Partner passes, because I've done this before I've got diamonds and not hearts It is now part of the explanation that is not what we've got on our system card because we just write like transfers. But when I bid two diamonds, my partner knows I've either got hearts or I've got a bad hand with diamonds. It should 100% be explained as that.
2: So even though normally two diamonds transfer to hearts followed by three diamonds would show hearts and diamonds, yep, three diamonds, I guess, should be alerted to say, "Whoa, it might not be that.
3: That only shows diamonds, this is when it's a week take out to diamonds, yeah. right? And this commonly happens when people first start playing transfers. And so yeah. their partner knows because their partner's passed when their partner has got three hearts and things like that. They know what this is.
2: Okay, that's an excellent example. We'll leave on that note. We've got all that. We've heard about Patrick's idiot-syncrasies. You what have. more could you want in a weekly show?
1: <laughs> this section, we've had idiot, loose, fudged
2: I I still want to see this list of loose players (laughs) is that available for for public consumption
3: (laughs) publication you're (laughs) just trying to improve your rating by some salacious content aren't you (laughs) high five judge Julie thank you you for thank you for that
1: Word of the day, salacious. Yeah. Salacious. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell it.
2: How many, how many points does that get in scribble? But anyway, okay, that's cool. Thank you, Julie.
1: Okay. okay. Catch you next week. Okay, Barry, let's talk about the main event this weekend. What, what? are you doing? Are you playing?
0: I am. The time honoured Fullerton
1: teams. Down in
0: Hastings. Yeah, it is. It's your Hastings this year. And I see that they've got the uh, full signs up already. No um, new bookings.
1: For both so if you the open.
0: Too late. For both the Open and the Restricted. Yep, so I think they've got 20 teams in the Open. How many in the
1: Restricted? Ten, but look at that. They've only got one visitor team in the Restricted field, and that are my friends from Palmy. The rest of them are local. So good luck to Gary Hodge, Debbie Marcroft, Tony Clear and Laura Griffin. Do well, people?
0: Well, if they're the only visitors, does that make them the favourites, Mariana? I mean, I'm sure they're not going to Hastings for the good of their health.
1: (laughs) So we'll put a slidey little gold coin on it, shall we? Well, they might be the ones to beat. Could be.
0: They've got to go all the way to Hastings and back, so they must be expecting big things.
1: Mm. We're talking about how big Hastings Club is. You'll be able to let us know.
0: Gosh, it's a long time since I've been over there. I don't know whether I've even been in the Hastings Club, I suppose I have. Jenny's got a sister in Napier, so, well, I hope we're staying with them 20 minutes down the road.
1: Cool. Yeah, good idea. Why not, eh? So, have you looked at the field for the Open?
0: Well, I have. It's probably four or five or six teams you could pick. Colin... Carrier and Sandra Kilvert playing with Claire Mao and Wayne Burrows. I know you always pick that pair. Tis. George Masters and John Pitts playing with Rachelle Pilkman and Russell Wood. Jeremy Fraser Hoskin. Man, he gets around, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> they certainly do the road trip those boys. Playing, playing Jack with Jack James. Yeah, Jack James and the Hurley's. Oh, yes, I like that team. The Terminator's going down. He's playing with Gary Foydell and
0: Ant Hopkins. Blair and Liz Fisher are playing with Alistair Stuck and Russell Wilson. Pam Livingston, Paul Carson, and The Simpsons, Joe and Sam. There's plenty of chances in the Fullerton teams. If I was a bookmaker and I was running a book, I'd be confused. And who's your teammate? Alan
1: Grant and Anthony Kerr. Can you do me a favour? What's that? Can you have a yarn with Anthony Coo? Him and his brother Charles took out the North Island Piers and just have a quick chin mm. wag with him. No, mm. oh, well, good luck to everybody making the trip down there. I hope the weather holds up. But once you're inside, it doesn't really matter, does no, it? No,
0: it doesn't. So it's a two day event. Starts um, sort of lateish on the Saturday and runs through to about three o'clock on the Sunday. Oh, well. uh, we're probably going to go down there the day before, come back the day after and have a nice leisurely trip. Might be our only trip away for a, quite some time, Mariana.
3: <laughs> All the
1: life of a retiree and a real estate agent. When do you ever work, Barry? All the time, never stop. And now we've come to the part of the show where we hear from the chair. And today, listeners, we have the leader of New Zealand Bridge with us, Mr Alan Morris. Good morning, Mr Chairman.
4: Good morning to you I suppose I should start with a racket tackle, Or a, <laughs> a, a bit of clapping To say well done for July What a result I know you're over the moon And deservedly so I think that's just phenomenal And boy you've set yourself a high target For August and September and there on but <laughs> Haven't yeah, we? Well done guys Really well done and, and I hope all of the listeners who do listen Enjoy it It's enjoyment plus a little bit of learning
2: best it's thing that happened great. when we got this rating was, Ellen, we said, we'll need to ring the boss. We did try to ring you last week, but you <laughs> were unavailable.
4: I was in Zealandia in Wellington. I have to say to all of those who are either in Wellington or go to Wellington, and if you have the opportunity, want to take some time out, it's a great experience. Monks nature and the birds, and we did the tour, which is well worthwhile. I know that's not bridge subject, a bit of New Zealand tourism for you.
2: And the other thing is you had to have your phone off. And you
1: have to have your phone on. <laughs> No, we're very stoked. As you said, we were shocked. We thought we had done something wrong, but then we think, oh, well, they're clapping. And then the plonk comes down on the studio desk. And I was I was smiling. I didn't care what they were clapping for.
4: <laughs> Clearly, with you both being non-drinkers,
2: it'll come my way, I suppose. <laughs> I, think, um... I think it might be a bit like, our bottle's gone already, actually. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: really? <laughs> Oh, mine's still there. I'm not going to open it actually. I'm going to wait for Judge Julie, and you promised to wait for her as well. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> She'll never remember. Not at she her never. age.
1: But no, we'd just like to thank New Zealand Bridge, Ellen, what came out of a wee spark of an idea of about eight of us sitting around a coffee table in one of the cafes about how we can look to raise the awareness of bridge in various medias and look at us now.
4: Absolutely. And on a world stage when you get the zears of this world who are happy to phone in and and chat, I think it's commendable. It's
2: bloody brilliant, actually. Yeah, we're trying to line up our next one. We had a bit of a glitch with the next one, who we haven't been able to secure. we did not say who it is, but he's getting on a bit and decided that he, although he was honoured to be asked, uh, thought he wouldn't, wouldn't appear. But
1: that's all right. There's plenty more fish that we can attack.
4: <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it.
2: OK, so how's, how's Congress looking, Ellen? You got any comments on the entries seem to be flooding in? They're
4: coming in and talking to Richard. They're ahead of what was expected, I think, at this early stage. By the end of this month, we'll have a very clear picture. I'm still confident we'll be four to 500 people. That'd be great
2: if we get that many.
4: You get all the naysayers. Oh, I won't come because of the venue. Well, get over it. You're very lucky that we can put on a Congress. We know the Gold Coast has had to cancel theirs for next year. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the experience. Get back playing bridge. That's what I would be advocating to people. I think it'll be a great time. It'll be different. It'll
2: be great. I'm just going to put you on the spot here, Ellen, with a question that I didn't say I was going to ask you, and you may not know the answer to. I noticed Gold Coast was cancelled last week. I went on the ABF side. I noticed that they haven't cancelled the Canberra Congress yet.
4: They reviewed it in July, and we we're going to make a decision, and I think there was a deferral. I think they just wanted to wait. I suspect, and I don't know, but I, I suspect with Victoria having such large problems, It's pretty hard to see it going ahead at this stage.
2: I did actually go online and had a bit of a look at Canberra, which is their own little district, Mm -hmm. whatever they call themselves, and they've only had something like 113 cases in Canberra. Obviously, they still need players from outside there.
4: It'll be the border issues, and it's played in a hotel. I think they're hoping that they'll get through this thing and they'll be able to have an opportunity. Look, a month or so ago, we thought there was the possibility of the borders being opened, and now... That's not the case, I guess the one of the
2: main issues with the with the Gold Coast Congress is the venue they have, the convention centre there they probably need to make a decision earlier rather than later about whether they're going to go ahead with booking that, whereas with Canberra, maybe there's a little bit more should we say flexibility?
4: I would think that would be a hundred percent right. The convention centre they had to book early, they would be up for a very large commitment, yes, if it didn't go ahead, and so There's the economic argument around that. I suspect in Canberra, you're right, that they've got a bit more time up their sleeve.
2: Good news is, New Zealand Congress is 100% going ahead, so get your entries in.
1: That's all I could advocate, get your entry in. Last week I said that the Open and the Restricted teams were at 40. I was wrong, but this week it looks like it's getting close, so the Opens are over 40, and the Restricted were heading into the 30 count, so... That's good.
4: If you've got 40 and 30, there's 280 already.
2: Yeah, so 400 doesn't look very far away, does it?
4: No, I don't think so. Well, we run at a loss, probably a small loss. That's not what it's about. It is about our national event and being able to offer it. When a few months back, you know, that was in question. Enjoy part of the country. For many, they've never been to Carapiro. The facility's a lovely facility. It'll be a different offering,
1: that's all. Well, thanks so much. And you can go back to your Zoom meeting. My colleague over here is going to look at that little project that we have with Zia, and he should be able to get some paperwork to you when. Are you going to give us a time frame?
2: I reckon it'll be by Christmas.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: look, if it's good enough for Jacinda and the Cook Islands, it's good enough for me. You
1: just take your time. <laughs> Don't say that. (laughs) Thank you, Ellen. Thanks very much.
0: This program is sponsored by New Zealand Bridge, sponsors of Grassroots Bridge across the nation.
1: Got a tip for me this week. Oh, I gave you all those tips last week and how many of them did you use oh look knock out an ace yep <laughs> my partner knocked my ace from my hand
0: the cards don't know when they're vulnerable mariana I remember know. the one level to free lunch and that one spade overcall that you never made
1: gotta remember that free lunch i'm gonna dine out on free lunches <laughs> for a while now it's right at the forefront of my mind Barry. what are you, so you're not playing at all this weekend nope no, we've got a 50th birthday on Saturday, so I sort of had one eye open going down to the Fullerton teams, but, yep, yeah, got to have a little bit of family time this weekend. Oh, one thing
0: I don't think we've actually mentioned on the show, and that was the rubber.
1: Oh, right. You want to know the result?
0: Everybody wants to know Mariana was in the semi-finals of the rubber competition for Waikato Bays. Drum roll, please. What happened?
1: We lost. Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> It was good. I, I tell you what, if you haven't played rubber, you should get into it. The tactics, you know, I'm just thinking I'm going to turn up and play bridge, but those tactics, Barry, are so different, you've got to actually stop and think all the time. Mariana,
0: you mm. meant to do that
1: anyway. no. Oh. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, changing from playing normal bridge, you know how it is. You don't even like playing the game now because it's so different. So don't you start jumping on your soapbox. <laughs> but I enjoyed it and I'll be playing rubber probably for the rest of my life now because I just thought it was good and I've got my own tactics, made up my own score sheet, Barry.
0: Well, if you publish that, you might be able to make a few bucks. Selling it off. The likes to Larry Cohen, a bit of bridge stationery with Mariana's face at the top. Who wouldn't want to buy some of that?
1: (laughs) He'd be nice. Okay, well that seems about it. We're going to wrap it up this week. Hope everybody has a great week down in Hastings playing out. Good luck to you Barry.
0: Yeah, and well something to look at in the weekend when you're getting bored and you haven't got any bridge to play, you'll be able to click on the results at the Hastings Bridge Club and see what's going on at the Fullerton.
1: Well that's it from us, thank you very much for listening this week. We'll see you next week on the Bridge Zone. Catch ya. New Zealand Bridge, promoting and growing the sport of bridge across Aotearoa.